Um, and then we take a picture of the front of the house because uh, have you ever torn down the fence at the wrong house? I have not, but I imagine that'd be a mess. I have. Have you been looking for a business podcast with hosts and guests who don't have a stick up their ass? Yeah, I said it. Damn! Well, if so, welcome to your new home, brother. Brother. This is My Fence Life. Woo! Our three passions are beer, bourbon, and business. And probably in that order. We're bringing on business owners who share tips, tricks, and behind-the-scenes stories to help your business be more successful. And we drink during the show. So no matter what industry you're in, pop a cold one and come on in. Welcome to the My Fence Life studio. What's up, Fence Lifers? Man, can you believe it? This is the last show of season four. This is episode 91. And uh, we got a little we got a little something different for y'all tonight, man. We've got uh, Clint Imes from NAFCA. He was going to interview me. He wants to find out what makes Fence King tick, what processes, procedures we use. Um, he wants to know all that, man. He wants to know our softwares, how we're utilizing it, how we're better communicating with our customers and taking care of them, and basically how we're staying ahead of the competition, man, staying ahead of the curve. So here we go, man. All right, fence lifers, it's time to put away those post hole diggers. Crack open a cold one and get ready for this badass guest. Brought to you by the most trusted gate hardware in the industry, D&D Technologies. D&D Technologies. Creator of the Magna Latch and home of the Shut It Badass Hinge. If it doesn't say badass, it ain't D&D. Well, I wanted to see if I could bend your ear and interview you for a little bit for an upcoming magazine article. Yeah, yeah. What you got, bro? So at NAFCA, we do a, a, a magazine once a year. It comes out in October. And I wanted to discuss uh, some of the technology that you're using at Fence King and see if we could do a little interview that I could convert to an article for that magazine. So what's up? What you got, bro? Hit me. So we do this magazine. This will be the third one we've done. And we put about three or four featured articles into the magazine. Mm-hmm. And I've listened to you for a while now, and I've listened to the way you are taking technology via uh, my salesman and job Nimbus and using automated text messages and your YouTube videos that you've put out there to really streamline how you communicate with your customers. And what I would like to do is just kind of walk through that because I don't have anything like that set up at my business and learn about it so I can put this into an article. Okay. Yeah. Um, It's kind of funny that we're talking today because I stumbled across something um, this weekend that I dove headfirst into. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I can use this piece of technology for a whole five hours a month. I'm game. Sign me up. So Perfect. Perfect. But anyway, what you got, well, let's, man? Yeah, let's start at the beginning. So I'm I am familiar with my salesman. Many of us are. I know that you have that for the the requesting a quote on your website. If customer John Doe goes to your website and they're quoting your you know a six foot privacy via my salesman, what's the next step? What do you see on your end when they do that? 
Well, fortunately, um, I got some good people on my team that will kind of guide me. You know, I just want to, before we even get here, man, before we go any further, I just want to make sure people understand that I got these ideas and some of them are insane. Some of them are out of control and some of them are great. And I've just got some good people in my corner like uh, Benji over at Clever Fox that kind of tames those things. He smooths the edges, you know what I mean? And uh, he streamlines it and he makes it marketable. So um, big shout out to him. And people like Matt Warner and people like uh, Mark Olson over at Job Nimes and countless other guys that, that I deal with. But anyway, so, you know, you go on to my salesman, which uh, I've kind of coined the, uh, the phrase virtual fence designer to the point to where I even bought virtualfencedesigner.com. Um, and... You know, people go to our virtual fence designer. They do a my salesman. Well, they get an email, and I get an email when that's done. I mean, that's great, but who wants to sit there and type all that stuff in, right? Sure. So I have it set up to where, well, I, actually, Job Nimbus and uh, my salesman have an integration. So I set up in my lead workflow a my salesman workflow. And when someone does a my salesman, or virtual fence designers, we call it in my office, they automatically boom, get a contact created. Now, if they do more than one, they get a couple contacts created. So what? <laughs> uh, I'd much rather click, click, delete, click, click, delete, you know, and just keep one. So sure, it, ends sure. up, it ends up on my lead board. So that's the first okay. place it ends up. Now, as somebody who doesn't use Job Nimbus, I'm assuming that there is a CRM aspect of Job Nimbus. Yes, uh, Job okay. Nimbus is a CRM on uh, steroids, um, and there's there's other CRMs out there that are taking more steroids than Job Nimbus, you know. But it works great for me. Um, I found it years ago, and and I love it, man. So um, I have a workflow, and I have a lead board, and on that lead board, when that customer gets thrown into that column, once they do. A, job, a, a, a virtual fence designer, my salesman, boom, it drops into my lead. I think like, you know, 10 minutes later, the customer gets a text message. Hey, we've received your uh, your online, you know, we've received your online deal. I'm not sure exactly what it says. I haven't read it in forever. But, uh, you know, we'll have a salesman get to you as soon as possible. And if this isn't during, you know, working hours, it'll be, you know, the next day, next mm -hmm. working day or something along those lines. And they get a text message. Well, then my assistant, she her job is to, she lives on, we call it the red board. You know, how's your red board looking? That's my lead board. And the reason why it's red is because it's hot, right? Um, she'll go ahead and she'll filter those. She'll look at them. Hey, is, did this guy do something wrong? Did he pick eight-foot cedar capped and trimmed and, you know, 12-inch mud board, and he lives in a $150,000 house because you know those subdivisions. Sure, you, know, sure. you know much, you know, all right, he did something wrong. So she'll make a contact for him, make a job for him, and uh, the, the actual map and everything that he did online is already in the CRM because it's integrated. Yeah. And she'll do a little at in there. She'll be like, at Dan Blanc, um, this guy definitely picked the wrong fence. You might want to give him a call. You know, and actually in my office, we add everybody, me, Dylan, and Zach. So whoever can get to it first gets it handled, you know? Nice, nice. 
So I'll give him a call up. Hey, Mr. Smith, um, you know, I see you picked our most expensive option. Usually I text him that. I'm looking over your project. I see you chose our most expensive option. There's a much more economical way we can go. And then usually they respond with, oh, yeah, it was way out of my my budget. So we'll go ahead and reprice it. Um, So if it's, you know, a regular six-foot pine privacy fence on a regular old house and that's what they did, we don't even call them. We literally then, when she makes a job for that customer from the contact that was already created for us, mm-hmm. when she makes that job, we put them in a workflow, and it's called within budget, question mark. And okay. the customer honestly thinks that we are texting them to see if the project is within their budget. Mm-hmm. And we reach out to them for a month. And um, Oh, quick. Quick question on that. You keep saying text. Are you primarily communicating with your customers via text? Are you emailing much or is it almost exclusively texting? Well, we do both. So we will send a text message to let you know that we emailed you. We will send you an email and a text message at the same time with basically the same message, you know? Sure. Hey, it's Dan Ball, Defense King here. Uh, You know, it's been about 30 days since we heard from you just following up. You know, whatever it might be, and then they'll get an email, and that that might say, you know, hey, this is you know Kirsten with Defense King. Uh, the owner's got me following up with you. Mm-hmm. You know, it's been thirty days since uh, you did a uh, one of our virtual fence designers on online form or whatever. Because I had my online forms go there too. They all hit the lead board. They all have their own column and workflow, and they all get a text message. Hey, we hey we received it. I mean, even down to my answering service. When my answering service takes a message, if it's a new customer, it creates a new contact, and they get a text message. Hey, we've received your message from our overflow receptionist, and someone will be back in touch with you shortly. Well, that kind of personal touch, and it sounds funny, it's an answering service, but it is still a personal touch, and people appreciate that. They put value into that. Well, there's a lot of things that that answering service does for you than just a personal touch. Um, sure, sure. You know, if someone clicks your your phone number on Google, Google knows if an answer machine answers or if a person answers. Mm-hmm. They know. So, you know, they have customers, right? And their customers are going to say, hey, I want best ROI I can get. Well, why is Google going to send to somebody who has an answer machine answering? Sure, sure. They want a live person answering. So, yeah. So anyway, so once um, once they get their budget right, my my assistant puts it into a workflow that says within budget, and we hit them up, man. We might hit them right away, boom, and then we'll hit them up, you know, the next day. Then we might wait a couple days, you know, and then the waits get a little bit longer. So you might hit them on sure. the first day, the third day. The, the sixth day, the eighth day, the 14th day, you know, the 21st day, the 30th day, right? Um, and we just literally wait for a response because we know we're communicating better than all our competitors. Sure, sure. Or anyone in our region. I don't like to say competitors, just, you know, anyone else in my region. So, yeah, man, it's, uh, it's pretty, um, pretty awesome. And I think I heard I was listening to one of your past shows, and I think you recently maybe had somebody uh, 
go ahead and apply or uh, cash in or sign their invoice or whatever, or sign the estimate for a project after like 270 some days? Yes. <laughs> so I am a firm believer in if you don't literally tell me, leave me to hell alone, I'm, I'm going to keep pounding you. You are still mm -hmm. a lead. So, you know, like that, that person that went into, um, you know, within budget, after 30 days, I have an autom these are all automations and my automations are out of control, but I have an automation that will then take them to a column, a workflow called just stop. Mm -hmm. And you want to know why it's called just stop? Cause I want people to send me just stop, leave me to hell alone. Stop text. <laughs> stop. No, I hired somebody else. No, I'm not getting offense. No, it was too expensive. I'm not taking no for an answer until I get no for an answer, right? Sure, sure. So um, this one person went through a workflow like that, and it could have been more. It could have been a situation, and this customer was actually. Um, they went through the whole within-budget deal, and I don't know how long they sat in that. Then they finally said, yeah, I'd like a more detailed, uh, a more firm quote. So mm -hmm. then, you know, we might have called them, and they didn't answer. Well, if you don't answer, I'm not calling you back. I'm putting you in another workflow. And it starts texting sure. you. Hey, we reached out. We're trying to get a hold of you so we can line up an appointment. Two days later, hey, uh, we're trying to line up an appointment. You know, And we do that for 30 days. And on the 30th day, I literally say, man, you're really tough to get a hold of. You know, We were in your yeah. neighborhood this past week. We could have done it. We could have done your estimate. And if they don't respond, guess where they go? Just stop. Just to stop. Right. So <laughs> And in your just in your just stop, how frequently do they get a message? Once a month, once every two every, months? Every thirty months? days. Every okay. thirty days. And then it's um it's every thirty days for the first year. Then it rolls over to every sixty days. But on that sixty day deal, um, I've got automation set up that every every other thirty my assistant makes a phone call. Sure. So um, so anyway, this customer might, might have, we might have called her to line up the estimate, and she didn't answer, and she sat in a workflow for a week or two, finally responded. Then we went up and went ahead and set up an appointment. Once we set the appointment, we set it up in such a way to where now she gets a text message 24 hours prior. Hey, we're coming to see you, you know. Then yeah. we go out. We do the estimate, we do the pricing, then we stick them in price scent wood, a price scent aluminum, price scent chain link, whatever workflow I want to send them in. And it texts you to let you know, hey, check your email. Mm -hmm. We just sent over a price. A couple of days later. Automation. Oh, sorry, good. No, no, a couple of days later, same thing for 30 days. And then guess where they yeah. go? Just stop. Just stop. <laughs> So now in your automations in these texts, is that all through job Nimbus as well? Like the, the way that it automatically is texting them. Is that all job? Is that something else? So job Nimbus now has texting. Mm -hmm. And I don't think at this time, here we are, June, 2023. I don't think they have the phone calls set up to where the text and the phone calls are the same exact number. Okay. That's why I have not switched over to them. 
I'm using sure. another company called Simply, uh, S-I-M-P-L-I-I. And those guys, you know, I'll be honest with you, man. Simply is a little frustrating when you first get it. But after about a month of having it, you're like, wow, how did I live without yeah. this? You know? A little bit of a learning curve, but once Ooh, you get it, it is, man, and it's frustrating. Yeah. So, you know, if you're going to uh, switch over to Simply, let them know the Fence King sent you and Dan over at uh, My Fence Life. And, uh, make you know, they'll give you a little extra love, a little extra attention. But don't do it on a Friday thinking, oh, I'm going to do this on a Friday because, you know, Friday's always slow. No, do that shit on a Tuesday or a Wednesday because it's going to be Friday before you get it all figured out. And on the weekends, gotcha. sure. they don't have a huge support staff. So yeah. you don't want to be all frustrated with that. So, yeah. But that's now, what I use. Simply... Is Simply and Job Nimbus communicating? Yes. So now Simply integrates with Job Nimbus. And Simply also has um, uh, what we call webhooks. So I can go in and type in a text, and it turns it into a webhook. I copy that webhook, and I paste it into a certain spot on the automation within Job Nimbus because they're integrated. You know, now... Hey, look, this saved me seventeen hundred dollars the other day. Lady said that uh, she told us one thing. I said, "No, you said something else." But I'm pretty sure you said this. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. So I went ahead, pulled up my uh, recorded phone calls, record all our calls. Mm-hmm. Yep. Went ahead and said, "Hey, look, you know, we had we had about a twenty minute phone call that day." Oh yeah, yeah. Well, at the seventeen minute thirty two second mark. You told me that you were going to resubmit, and once you got the approval, you were going to pay the deposit, and then we could order. You paid the deposit. We ordered. So you got to pay for that material. You know, and I can download well, that. It, I can download that audio and send it to them, too, and I've done it. Hey, you want to listen to it? Go ahead. Yeah. No, that's, that's great that you have that kind of uh, – Proof, because that does happen a lot. You know, we all of us in the industry, we communicate with our customers frequently. And if you don't have that, it can become he said, she said. Uh, so that's that's a perfect example of why it's important to utilize that. Well, and then, then it turns into this, Clint. It turns into a um, – you, you lose the trust with the customer, right? And, and then – you end up taking it on a chin because you don't want to have an upset customer out there, you know, sure. and you don't know who was right. Well, I know. I know. Yeah. And if we're wrong, we're wrong. We take it on the chin, but it's a whole lot easier to take it on the chin when you're wrong and you can use it as a teaching lesson to the entire team. Hey, we screwed up here. Let's change this. Mm-hmm. Let's change our SOP and let's not let this happen again, you know? Sure. So. Anyway, All right, um, so we've walked through the whole process of when somebody calls in or when somebody sends something through the website. We see how you follow up with everybody, everybody using Simply and Job Nimbus. Let's say that that customer goes ahead and they execute the contract. They're ready to go and have you put that eight-foot cedar catboard, 12-inch mudboard, and the whole nine yards in. What happens on your end of the, si- on the system then? Well, we'll get a text message usually, <laughs> and it says, hey, yes, I am ready to move forward because we're pounding them. Hey, you ready to move forward? Let's get this thing scheduled. Hey, we got an opening in our schedule. We're, we can mm-hmm. we can fit you in there. We create urgency. Um, and we'll get a text message. Uh, yes, I want to move forward. Well, as soon as that happens, you know, 
everybody goes into, you know, all right, let's get this handled. Uh, pull up the job. Well, we only gave him one quote, so we know which quote it is. If we gave him five, hey, which quote were you wanting to go with? And sure. they'll text back, uh, you know, the $14,000 one. Okay. So we approve it, and we look to see if we even went out and estimated it because mm-hmm. we do a lot of things virtually. So we have to look at it before we really respond to that customer. Do we need to go out and verify these measurements or not? And about sure. 90% of the time, we're like, okay, great. Can we go ahead and set up an appointment so we can come out, verify the job site, verify the measurements, and make sure we were on track with our uh, our virtual fence design? And the customer's mm-hmm. like, sure. So we set up an appointment. Um, once we do that, when we verify, the guys will move it from, you know, verify measurements to create agreement. And now we have even more, more automations. I have inner office automations. So if somebody moves someone to verify measurements, I know I get an email. Hey, this person's wanting this, this is a hot one. We need to make sure we don't mess this up. We got we got a fish on the hook. Let's reel it in and let's get it in the boat. Somebody grab a net. We got to sure. do our part, right? <clears throat> then when they move them to create agreement, I get another email. You know, Clint Imes, uh, he needs an agreement. He's ready to move forward. I get an email. Okay. I open up my board and look at it because I don't have that board open all day long. I just don't sit in front of it and look at it like my secretary does or my estimator. He just stares at his board, just waiting for something to pop up. Um, I'm all over the place. So I get that. I do the agreement. I send it over to be e-signed. And now I'm starting to use um, Job Nemesis e-sign. It's quick. It's fast. I convert the estimate into a, an agreement, throw a couple documents on it, send it. They sign. I sign. Then once that happens, I get an email. Clint signed. Perfect. I move him over to uh, payment options. Now you start getting text messages. And now look, my, my text messages have hyperlinks in it. Hey, Clint. Thanks for thanks for signing on with the fence king. We got one more step before we can even get you scheduled. Before we can get you scheduled and get your material ordered, just click the link below to make your fifty percent uh, retainer fee. Pay pay your fifty percent retainer fee, and there's a link: fencekingfencesyard.com uh, 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 forward slash payments. And they can just click it right there on their phone. It takes them to a yeah. certain spot on my website, which is my payment portal: Venmo, Cash App, Check. Or credit card. Mm-hmm. They pay. Guess what happens after they pay, Clint? I'm going to guess there's an automation. I get an email. <laughs> and it says, hey, <laughs> Clint's paid. Right? So then once he pays, I push him to retainer paid. And then guess what? Clint mm-hmm. gets a text message. Man, we're so excited. Welcome to the Fence King family. We appreciate you, you know, choosing us to do your fence. Um, you know, someone will reach out. To you with when your project is scheduled and then they go into my production board now i haven't implemented these yet but i'm going to but um, they're going to start getting text messages right now they get one or two basically once i move them to a certain port portion of the production board they get a text message letting them know hey um 
call before your dig's been called. You might see some strange guy in your yard spray painting. Sure, sure. Please make sure you don't disturb those marks, remove any flags, cut that grass, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, they'll get another one to letting them know, hey, we're two weeks out from coming. So because they're sitting there just waiting. So I got an automation after 14. Uh, I got an automation that tells them that they're, we're 14 days out once I schedule them, you know. Yeah. So I don't have to worry with that, you know, and we've figured that kind well, of stuff too, out. Cause, well, and the customer, I'm sure, appreciates that communication. Um, you know, they're not set, sitting wondering when you're going to come. That gives them time to realize, oh, 14 weeks. I know that I have to be ready for them at that point, too. So that works yeah, well. Yeah, 14 days, but I'll take 14 weeks. <laughs> or days, yes. <laughs> yeah, so, but, <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly. so, so then, so then they, um, they'll get that text message, man. And then they'll get a text message the day before. Hey, the crews are coming out. Just to let you know, they're usually there by 9 a.m., blah, blah, blah. You know, so we are huge on communication, man. And yeah. then once the project's done and it's, you know, we move it where it needs to go. Once the project's completed and it gets moved to job completed, then guess what happens, Clint? Another email. My Ooh, assistant. You get an email. My assistant gets an email. You got to bill this guy. Mm-hmm. And then she bills him. And then I get an email. Let me know that the bill's been sent. Because I'm the one that usually moves the job and the job completed. And if I don't get an email within a few hours, I'll be like, hey, what the hell's going on in there? Did you bill, you know, Billy Joe Bob yet? No, I had a question. Well, come come ask it. We got to get that bill out. Because my accounts receivable is basically zero. I mean, I don't carry a whole lot of money. We literally, because of our automations, we're paid within 48 hours. If yeah. we if I got somebody sitting in my um, bill sent for more than forty eight hours, I'm calling them up. Hey man, what's going on? What's happening? You know? Yeah, sure, so, sure. Yeah. And then now, there's more. Whenever well, the job, then there's more automations good. after they pay. Then after they pay, we move them to another workflow, which is bizrader.com. We use to uh, okay. get reviews, and it pounds them for two yeah. weeks to give a review. And then after 14 days, I get an email and it says, hey, Clint, poor bastard. He didn't do a review, but it's all right. We got his money and uh, we move him over to whatever proper um, workflow it is. So say we did a chain link job for you. We will move Clint Imes' contact card or job card, actually. We'll move it on over to thank you card chain link. And then my assistant gets an email saying, send you a, a thank you card so uh, we literally could not even speak in the office yeah and sure. the reason why it's like that is because prior to me getting in a brick and mortar me and dylan worked from my house my assistant worked from mm-hmm. her house my salesman did his thing and went home so i was tired of the phone calls so we just started doing inner office communications so everybody knew what was going on i mean when somebody calls in and gives their information about wanting an estimate. When my assistant puts them into a new construction appointment, my sales guys get an email saying, I mean, they get a task which goes on their calendar that, hey, we need to line up an appointment. Yeah. Because I don't, I don't, my, my new girl, I don't let her do the appointments right now. So I'm a little 
little little on the uh, weary side with her. But my guys will call and make the appointment. But most of the time, the sales guy pulls the project up and goes, oh, we don't need to go out there for this. Hey, can you shoot me a picture of this? Oh, yeah, sure. And it's all how you word it when you send that text. Sure. You know? So uh, we'll go ahead, shoot that text. They'll send a picture. Hey, look, great news. We don't even need to come out. I can price this thing virtually. Oh, really? Wow. So that's how we do it. Well, and that works great for both you and your customer because you're not sending somebody 20, 30 minutes, one direction out to meet. The customer doesn't have to plan on being around the house. So it works well for both you and them uh, to be able to finalize the deal and take care of everything. And I'm sure the customer appreciates it just as much as you do. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then we just go out and verify the measurements, you know, we go out, we meet with them. Okay. We went ahead and figured this, measure this. And we, you know, we were always within a couple feet. Now there's times you get there and you didn't realize that the driveway went five foot back behind the, the, the double gate and you're going to need flange sure. post or, you know, maybe we'll reuse the existing post or, you know, and you explain to the customer, Hey, we couldn't see this. You know, we didn't know. We didn't know you had a chain wall running down the, 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 the left side of your property. So yeah. we need to make some, some changes and it usually works out well. You know, we don't, we don't lose very many. Well, it sounds like it's your setup. If I'm understanding your whole flow, you start with the, my salesman, it creates your, your customer contact within job Nimbus, which communicates with simply. Mm-hmm. And then it's just your team knowing where to push and pull as each step goes along. And when you dump them in, all the automations happen. And, uh, is there any software I'm missing or is that it's, is that the, the main software? Those are the main ones. Now there's a lot of yeah. other softwares that keep, keep things going, but you know, simply sure. is, is a, a VOIP, a voiceover, you know, IP. So mm-hmm. we took, you know, my phone number for my business I had since 1998. So uh, we had it turned into a VoIP. So now the internet at our office hard wires into the back of our phones and it goes yeah. from our phones to our computers. So when the phone rings, that's how it's able to record everything. I can either answer it on my computer or answer it on my desk phone. And, um, yeah, man, it's a, it's a full fledged VoIP. It's, it's, it's awesome. You know? Yeah, it really is. And job Nimbus, um, having that simply has partnered with them has really made things nice. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, the nice thing is too, like how you have this set up, uh, which I'm a little envious of at my work is everybody is always on the same page. Everybody can go right into it. So if, if you're off on vacation or if somebody is sick and not there, it's not like everything's falling to the floor because that one person is not there to take care of it. Well, you know, we've had that happen and guess what? We just go back because somebody didn't put the notes in. Mm -hmm. Say I call in sick, right? Which I mean, I got an office at home, so usually when I'm sick, I'm still working. But, sure. you know, say Zach, Zach's got a, a doctor's appointment, and he's just going to take the whole day off or whatever. He's getting a root canal or some shit, you know. So I'll just go back and listen to the phone calls, you know. Okay, all right, yeah. that's what's going on. Okay, got it, you know. 
Um, and and the and the nice thing about it is is we send emails through the CRM. So, you know, I got Clint Imes, and I want to get a price on Clint's project. Well, I'll go ahead and make um, Master Halco a uh, related contact. So now I can go ahead and make your material order and email that to Master Halco. And when Master Halco emails me back, their quote automatically drops into your documents. So yeah, I'm golden, man. I got it. I got everything right there. It's not a it, whole lot I don't know. Yeah, mul- and it's multiple layers of the information you need. You have your information with your customer that you need. You have your information for the materials for that project that you need. So you're not going to show up at the site and forget that you needed one special type of gate or something like that because your system has all of that built right in. Yeah, yeah, it makes it nice, man. It makes it real nice. I don't know how nice. we would keep up with things. nice. I don't know how I did it before. I'm sure. You know. Yeah, no, I'm sure. I mean, I've always looking at my own business is I don't know how I would do it without a cell phone because, you know, my my dad built the business before cell phones. And I can't (laughs) imagine being out in the field and trying to take care of things and not have a cell phone. Um, And and this is just steps above just having a cell phone. (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) the um, I remember when Nextel came out, it completely changed Mm -hmm. contractors. I know for without a doubt it changed our world. And if it wouldn't have been for Nextel coming out in 98, I guess it was, because that's when I got that phone number, I probably wouldn't have a fence company right now because at the time I was running a plumbing company for a guy and started my grass company and, and, and a fence company on the side. And I was able to do it because of Nextel. Sure. You know? So... I still have that phone, by the way. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a couple of things memorabilia wise. I've got uh, my Nextel phone, and then I got my old school flip phone, and I got that Nokia yeah. phone, that the one that the battery stayed on for like four weeks, and you didn't have to uh, charge it. I was gonna say that it probably still works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I jumped in a pool with it and was like, oh my god! Sat it up on a shelf, and the next morning it cranked right up, and you used it for another year. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. That's great. Oh. Well, hey, man. is there anything I'm missing, or does this really cover pretty much how everything flows and communicates? I mean. For the most part, if you want to look at it at a at a you know a ten thousand foot overview, you know if you want to get more intricate, um, you know I don't know how we do it without company cam. I don't know how any company sure. does not function without company cam. That well, has saved me that. tons of money. So I'm assuming your company cam is also integrated within Job Nimbus. Yes, sir. So. As my guys, when they go out to do an estimate, um, once you create a job in Job Nimbus, it creates a job in Company Cam, and the guys pull up the job. And, and look, it's easy. When they pull in front of the house, usually my guys use Company Cam to get to the job. They pull the customer up, click sure. the address, and it opens up in their Google Maps or in their Apple Maps. Mm-hmm. They're off to the job. Mm-hmm. You know, They pull up to the job and talk with the customer. They're taking photos. They're taking videos and all that will accept the videos, all the photos dump right into job Nimbus. Nice. nice. And then if you take a photo and draw on it, it takes another photo. It takes the new photo that you've drawn on the new edition of it. 
drops it in there too. And that's how all my crews run. My crews run off a of company cam. All my guys have a company cam account, and we uh, everything's in there. When we do a material order, we just drag and drop it into the customer on company cam. So my guys, they uh, they have a calendar that we use, and they know that they're going to Clint Imes' job. They pull up Clint Imes, and we do dash one, dash two, dash three. Who knows how many times we work for Clint, right? So, you know, we sure. might be on our third job for Clint, they, you know, so they'll know they're going to Clint Imes dash three. They pull it up. They've got the estimate drawing that the salesman did when he was out on the job. They have the, you know, the master Halco quote for the aluminum that, that we might be using for that job. They have the mm-hmm. material order that we created that has everything from the aluminum to concrete to um you know, they might need a hammer drill on that job with a ha- with a hammer drill bit with anchors. You know, all that's on their material list sitting there. They've got a copy of the survey of the project. They have a copy of the fence sure. layout that the customer signed off on. They got everything, man. If they can't figure out what the hell they got to do, they don't need to be working for me because I don't know how much easier we can make it. You've got everything you need. you got a video of the salesman walking around going, all right, yeah, we're going to go ahead and start right here behind behind the dryer vent on the right side of the house, and we're going to go this way, and we're going to box around this tree. He's walking the yard, literally giving you a mm-hmm. tutorial. And you know what's great about that? The customer might not call me for six months, a year, and I got all that info. Oh, yeah, we got everything. Really? Sure. sure. I get customers that are on vacation. I'm going to pay you when I get back from vacation. Oh, the hell you are. You're going to pay me today. Oh, I go into company cam. I go ahead and you can make a um, a uh, uh, a deal, a portfolio for them. And I'll shoot, text them a link. Click this link to see your project. And they literally can watch yeah. my guys do their end-of-day video on the day they completed, see all the photos, and guess what? They pay me while they're on vacation. Every once in a while, you get somebody go, oh, you know, you get that one guy. I want to get home and see it. Pictures look great, but I want to see it, you know. And that's usually the guy that's spending like nine hundred bucks with you. The guy that's spending ten grand, he'll <laughs> he'll drop you five grand in Venmo <laughs> while he's at Disney World because he saw the photos and the videos, and he's like, "Man, it looks great," you know. Sure. So company cam has well, that, been a huge help, huge huge thing for us. I can and I can see how that would be nice. How it also is interactive, where it's not just your guys out there using it, but you it's tied right into the whole system. So that way. That because if I understood correctly, that company cam is tied to the contact for for the customer, correct? Yeah, yeah, or or the job, however you got it set up, you know. So, sure, sure. You know, and my guys do morning, midday, and end of day videos, and they kind of gave me a hard time. They're like, "Well, why do I have to do another morning when I just did it that after that afternoon before?" Well, you know what, Clint, you came home. And you got your garbage can and you rolled it up the driveway and you did something. Who knows what it is? And then that next morning, we take a video and we realize that, you know what? We didn't bust that vinyl siding. Clint's little Johnny did when he picked up the garbage can. Because when we left there, it wasn't messed up. And when we got there, it was. A lot of things can happen in in 12 hours. You know? Well, we know that we have a litigious society anymore. 
So being able to keep track of all of that, it helps you with your interaction with your customers. It helps you with your interaction with your employees, because that also shows how much they're getting done from morning to noon and from noon till it's time to leave the job. Well, that's the so other thing. And I can catch that's problems. A nice, I can, I can, sure. I can catch a problem 20 miles away and not even leave my office. So I'm looking at a midday and I'll sit there and watch their middays and I'll call them up, you know, yo, Tyler, what the hell's going on, man? That's all y'all got done. Oh, I ran into the, Oh, well, Mr. John, he's out here. Wait, he's what? He's by, hold on. I'll take care of that. Hey, Mr. John, how you doing? Oh, man, look, you want to get that fence done by tomorrow afternoon? Yeah. So well, you need to stay inside. Leave my guys alone. They need to work, <laughs> you know, or yep, or sure. they're, they're doing something. I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. That ain't the way it's supposed to go. Something don't look right, you know, so I can catch that stuff. And we also use those photo, those um, those photos for training. You know, we do our Monday morning meeting mm-hmm. and. Part of that is making ourselves better. So we'll pick apart. Hey, look at this. Look what this. Look what we did here, guys. This is awesome. This is how we need to be doing them all. We we look at the pictures in in a, in a group setting, and then we give praise to that crew. But then there's other times. Hey, you know, Billy Joe, your crew really screwed us up. Look, guys, we got to make sure we don't do this. This is not fence king quality. This is not who we are. And you know. Why did, why did this happen? Well, you know, this, this, and this. And then one of the other crews will say, well, you know what happens, what we do when that happens? We do this, this, and this. So then now the crews are teaching each other, even though they're not working with each other. So sure. company cam is much more than just what people think. We use it to make sure that we're better and hone our skills and also to make sure that if we fail, we only fail once. Yeah. No, that's an important part too, to realize that if there is a mistake being made, it's not being made for weeks or months, but it only was made once. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, so that's, that's an important aspect of that. Now in your automations in your system, whenever your employees do the, the midday video, does it ding you or do you get a notification that it's been done or do you have to think about going in and taking a look at it? Well, no. So we use another piece of software called Crew, and it's basically an app Mm -hmm. that we use to communicate within the company. And we have different chats. We got an everyone chat. We've got a, you know, who wants to get paid chat. So the guys will put in, you know, Dan and Clint, you know, uh, what's today's date? The 19th, 619, full day, you know, because we pay our guys by the day. Um, Mm -hmm. So we've got another chat, morning update, midday update, end of day update. And the morning update, after they do their update, they open it up. And, and Terry, you know, Terry might put uh, Clint Imes dash three uploaded. You know, well, it's got the time and a date. That's all I need to know. Yeah. You know? And sometimes it'll be two o'clock and I haven't had a single, uh, a single midday. I'll be like, yo, what's going on out there? You know, and sometimes they're like, oh, well, we're getting ready to finish up, so we just wait until we finished, you know? Sure. So um, we just get a text in the, in the crew app, and I have it open on my desktop. You know, and I'll hear Dylan from the, Dylan from the other office. Man, you seen Tyler's midday? Something don't look right there. No, I ain't opened it up yet. Let me see. So we're, 
we're we're controlling things from afar, man. I mean, I haven't walked on a job in I don't know six eight months. I mean, there's no reason. Now, for does me the to. no with with this kind of a setup, you're able to to watch all three of your crews from your office. That's the other thing too. It's not like you can easily go when one's west of town and the other's east of town. You can't easily get back and forth between them. Well, you know, I had a guy want me to come out to the job. And I'm like, look, man, I don't go out to jobs anymore. I'm past that. You know, I got other things to do. Well, no, no, I want the owner out there. I was like, all right. I'm thinking to myself, you're going to regret this because uh, it's going to go my way. I went out there. Sure enough, he lolly gagged around. I was like, all right, we got this together. All right. I didn't need to come out here. Same exact thing you talked to Dylan about. Yeah. Well, I wanted you to come out here. Okay. Right. That's the last time I've been on a job. And that was easily eight months ago. Yeah. Easily. So, I mean, there's no reason for that. And then we, and then we have, you know, GPSs on our trucks. So I know where my trucks are at. I know when they start, when they stop, how long they idle, when the oil needs to be changed, when the insurance card needs to be updated. It's all on an app, and it just sends me an alert, you know. Is that also is that via crew or company cam, or is that something else? I use a company called Bouncy. Um, there's a lot of guys use a lot of different um, softwares. You know, they got cameras on their trucks, and I, you know, my mine was eight dollars a truck, man, and it's perfect. Yeah. If the truck's running bad or whatever, the guys will be like, or sometimes I'll tell the guys, "Hey, what's going?" On? I'll call them. You left the door open on the truck. I'm getting an alert. Battery's going low. <laughs> Sure enough, you you know how much time and money that saves you from keeping a battery going dead. Oh, <laughs> or are yeah. you getting alerted at eight o'clock at night? Battery's going dead, so I'll call one of the guys from that truck. Hey, you're gonna have a dead battery in the morning if you don't go to the yard. You left something on. You left the door open. You left the light on. You know, because no, for sure. About yeah. a year ago, my crew was working uh, about an hour and forty five minutes north of us. And they went to leave from the job site and the battery was dead. Uh, fortunately, and the customer wasn't home, but the neighbor was home. And they had a set of jumper cables, were able to get it jumped and were going. But something like that, I would have been able to let them know in the afternoon that, hey, there's something going on with the truck. Yeah, by, by 12, 1 o'clock, your truck's going to let you know. Yep. You know, yep. so um, those are the things that are, that are crucial, man. And then it, it, it'll send you a code. Mm-hmm. So I'll call my mechanic and like, hey, man, I got this code. What is this? He's like, oh, that's such and such. We need to get that changed. All right, order it. So he orders it. He's got it waiting. So when the truck comes in, it's less downtime. Sure, sure. For $8 a month. Yeah. And then I can track all my miles, my routes. It tells me how fast they were going. It's color-coded every, every 10 miles an hour. And then as it gets higher, it's every five. And then I get an alert if they go over a certain uh, speed, you know. Now, getting back to your main flow, do, is Bouncy or Crew pushing through your job Nimbus and, and your main stuff? Or is that all ancillary? You're just checking on those things. Yeah, I'm just checking on those things. Those are just apps like any other app you got going off on your phone. You know, some sure. people are like, man, that's a lot of stuff. All right, look at your phone. You got Facebook giving you alerts, Snapchat, yep. Twitter. Emails, phone calls, text messages, you know, smoke signals. You got all kinds of shit going on. What's I'd rather I'd rather have something that's making me money or saving me money 
Sure. Right? Then, uh, you know, a Snapchat alert or a, or a YouTube alert. No, that makes that makes perfect sense. You know? So, <clears throat> I guess, uh, what else, man? Is there anything I'm missing? Is there anything that you, any software, any uh, automation that you're using that I didn't think to ask you about? No, man. I mean, I got, <laughs> I mean, there's other stuff. I mean, all my online forms go to my, go to job Nimbus, um, uh, with automations, but they end up ending up in a workflow, whatever workflow that might be. I mean, look, we even have a workflow if we call you because we're trying to price your job and we have a question and you don't answer the phone. You literally get taken out of fence needs pricing and you get put into needs price and VM voicemail. And then it starts texting you and Clint, we're trying to price your job, but we can't. We got a question. We called. We left a voicemail, you know, um, until you call us. Hey, yeah, you had a question. And whenever somebody goes into that workflow, it's very, very important that when I pull that customer up, I see that it says Clint called customer to find out if they wanted uh, a double gate or a single gate on the left front of their house that weren't clear. So then I can solve that. Okay. You want a double gate? Hey, no problem. And then I'll at Zach, at Zach lady called back. She does want a double gate on the left front and I'll move her back to fence needs pricing. And then it's in the flow. Okay. You know, we'll get you in the stack. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'm missing something, but, it's uh, it's a lot, man. When I sit down and look at it, I was on uh, with Joe Everest, and I was sharing my screen, and I was like, Joe, you want to see how many automations I got? Because he uses Job Nimbus. Yeah. And I went to my automations page, and I just boom with my finger and just. <laughs> he was like, Oh my god! And I'm like, Man, we've got automations, like you wouldn't believe. I mean, I've got my automations tied into where when. The customer goes into the production mode, the actual contact. So you have a contact and then you have jobs underneath it. So Mm -hmm. when the job gets moved into production, the actual contact moves into production. So while the job is moving through productions, the contact sitting is just stuck there, right? Mm -hmm. So it's clocking. And then that's when some of the automations go because that that job might move through the production real quick. So they might miss some automations. So I had to tie them to the contact. It's it's a it's a web, man. It really yeah. is. It's a web. <laughs> well I'm sure it took some trial and error to get it put together and functioning and and seeing what was working or wasn't working and things like that through it. Oh yeah, most definitely. I can't tell you uh, how many of my friends I put through automations and I'm like, hey did you get that? Yeah. And they're like, no. <laughs> no, I'm like, damn, what did I do wrong? You know, because Dylan's the one that kind of figured it out and we started using it. And then he mm-hmm. was like, look, this and this. And then after that, I was like, all right, I got this. But I still, I'll still go to him and say, hey, I can't get this to work right. You know? Yeah. So um, it's definitely trial and error. Um, you know, these job nemesis is used by roofers a lot. And the reason why is the majority of your roofing companies are businessmen who come in, hire a bunch of subs, 
So they have time to set this thing up. You know, mm-hmm. job nimbus takes time, and that's why I wholeheartedly believe in what they're doing. And what they're doing is, is hey, we'll take on a new contractor, a new fencing contractor, but we want to make sure the money that we spend onboarding you is not going to go to waste because you're going to not use it in four months. Mm-hmm. So they're doing sure. a deal, I think, don't quote me on this, but I think they'll make you do like a uh, a uh, 12, uh, 12 month payment deal where you got to pay for 12 months and then you got to pay to a setup deal where someone comes out to your facility and gets everything set up for you. So it's an investment, but I tell you what, it's an investment that you can't go without. Well, it sounds like it could very easily be money well spent. If you can become more efficient, if you can save expenses, if you can have a whole group of customers really pleased with the interaction, it sounds like it's just going to pay dividends. Oh, most definitely, man. Most definitely. You know, just like company cam in itself. Um, you know, Miss Karen. Oh, you killed my rose bush. Uh-uh. That rose bush was dead <laughs> when we got here. You know, I had a guy trying to get me to repaint the uh, roof of his car. Said we scraped the paint off the roof of his car. I'm like, off the roof? <laughs> He's like, yeah, I don't know how y'all did it. You know, it's my son's car, blah, blah, blah. He's all upset. Well, guess what? Walking around, the guy's doing uh, like their midday. Or No, actually, it wasn't. Dylan went to the job to uh, do the estimate and he was walking through the front yard thank god he was walking through the front because we don't get a whole lot of front yard pics sure sure you know not pics but videos we get pics from the front yard all the time but uh because we take pics from the street on the left and right so we can see the utilities so we know what we're dealing with um and then we take a picture of the front of the house because uh have you ever torn down the fence at the wrong house i have not but i imagine that'd be a mess (laughs) I have. So, <laughs> you know, so we want to make sure they're at the right house. Between the picture yeah. and the sign in the front yard that says we're getting our fence, hopefully these guys are at the right house. But he was doing something on the right side of the house, and he couldn't get down it, so he walked around the front of the house, and we caught a glimpse of this guy, this kid's car, and the paint was peeling on the roof of his car. Yeah, company cam saved me. Yeah, that, it paid for that year's... Uh years of service, if not. It's paid for like three, four years, you know? (laughs) So, you know, I'm a CYA guy, man. I'm always trying to cover my ass. So, you know, so anyway, this, uh, this article is coming out in October. It'll come out in October. Uh, so it will be in print for our, uh, business operations training in our Arlington national cemetery service project. Okay. Uh, if you are a member, it will automatically be mailed to you, a NAFCA member. Uh, if you'd like to be put on the mailing list, people can send an email to me at uh, info at com, and I can add them to the list as well. Okay, perfect. You know, man, I'm looking at the time on this thing. We're like 50 minutes in or so. I might just make this a Wednesday night live, you know? Whatever works for you. I might yeah. have to do that. Um yeah, if you need any help setting up any type of softwares, let me know. I'll be more than happy to guide you in the right direction or at least kind of give you a blueprint. Um, 
No, this was super, super helpful. And so I'm going to take this and make it into the article for it. But uh, no, it's great to see how this is working because this is the way to do business today. Yeah, it is. I mean, we're in the 21st century. I don't know. People are going to pick up checks. Like, what? I mean, our our country is so close to going to digital uh, currency. You're going Mm -hmm. to pick up a check? I tell people, write the check out, take a picture of it, send it to me. Yeah. Oh, you can do that? Yes, ma'am, I can do that. (laughs) You know? I've had some people go, oh, I'm not giving you my routing number or my checking account number. Okay, because I'm like, just give me your routing number and checking account. Oh, I'm not doing that. Okay, well, write a check and send me a picture. Okay. I'm like, (laughs) the routing number and checking account number is on the damn check. (laughs) Yep, yep. Meanwhile, yeah. that same person is probably writing a check at the grocery store where there's a 16-year-old kid taking that check, and they're just trusting that it goes into the cash register. <laughs> it's crazy, man, some of the things yeah. we get. I had one lady didn't want to uh, pay online. She wanted to come by, drop off a check. Mm-hmm. And and I played it. I got to find this video. I played it back for Dylan. And uh, she goes, but, but before I do that, I need to check my banking account on my app. <laughs> so she's on her app looking yeah. at her checking account, but she doesn't want to give me her routing or checking account number because she doesn't yeah. like doing payments on the web. It's like you just checked your checking account on the web. <laughs> she probably signed in with her at AOL email account. Yeah, yeah. You got to love those guys. <laughs> so anyway, man, um, I'm good. You – uh you had enough for the night or what? That's I appreciate it. All right, good deal. Look, you need anything else, give me a shout. And uh we'll do. oh, I talked to Benji. I think Benji said uh he might be uh doing something with y'all, huh? Yeah, so I mean I can give you some of the information on this here now. In fact, yeah. I sent emails out to a bunch of people tonight. Any any NAFCA member should have received a personal email from me tonight inviting them to the business operations training. So we had put into plan to do a business operation training in October of 2020. So in December of 2019, January of 2020, we're starting to put some plans together for a training and then the pandemic happens. So that put that, you know, cast that plan aside, but we brought it back and we are doing it October 18th, 19th and 20th. So that's a Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Wednesday night is just fun and drinks. It's fence and friends. We're going to get together around eight o'clock at a, uh, the Copperwood Tavern. That's in Sherlington, Virginia. It's just outside of Arlington, Virginia. Okay. And then uh, just a chance to get together, network, have some bourbon, have some beer. On Thursday, we're going to have our training session as well as the NAFCA annual fall meeting where we have our board of director election. So, in the morning on Thursday, ArcSight is going to present uh, a, a bit on the, the fence marketing playbook, you know, how to really use your data to, to benefit your business. We will have provided lunch and then our board of election, uh, board of director election and annual meeting. After lunch, Benji is going to do a presentation on, you know, marketing tips for your business using your website. Uh, and something neat about what we're doing with this training, whenever member companies register, we are asking people to put how many years in business on their form. And that's going to allow ArcSight and Benji to really tailor what we're presenting to the crowd that's there. 
Okay. So if we got a lot of people that are, you know, three, four, five years in business, we can dial it to that direction. Mm-hmm. If we get a lot of 20 to 30 year in business, we can dial it that way. Yeah, so we use Arcsight too. So nice, nice. Arcsight's yeah. awesome, man. We, I, yeah. I, we love it. We're not using it like we should, but we're getting closer and closer to using it every day, all day. Yeah. You know, so we're getting close to that too, man. I've been getting to know the guys over at Arcsight because, uh, you know, as you might remember, my background or my business is farm fencing, which is a completely different animal than the residential stuff. Uh, but I've been working with Justin over at ArcSight, and we're talking about ways that we can try to implement uh, ArcSight for the farm fence or for the ag fence guys. Uh, and I think that we'll be able to have something put together for that as well. Nice. Um, so we have ArcSight in the morning. We have lunch. We have Benji, uh, who's going to be doing his part of it. And then we're going to wrap the training session up with Joe Everest is going to lead a roundtable discussion with everyone there for the, uh, the training session. Um, so that's everything for training Thursday night. Dinner will be on your own. Go out wherever you'd like to grab some dinner. And then Friday we have our Arlington national cemetery service project. So we're going to be removing about 180 feet of chain link and installing 180 feet of, uh, eight foot black ornamental aluminum. Nice. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's all kind of going live registration just went, went out on the website uh, so it's going to be a, a good couple days. Uh, it's if one isn't enough reason to go to DC, the other is. If the training's not enough, being able to be part of the service project is. So what were the dates on that? One more time. Yeah, it's October eighteenth, nineteenth, and twentieth. Okay, I'm just trying to mentally think if I got anything going on in October. I got to think about that because uh, Pepper might want to go do that. It, it's. It's really great just going up for the Arlington service project alone. Um, the service project is humbling to be able to be there and, and give back in that way. Uh, we're going to be working right next to the visitor center. So while we are doing the fence tear out and the new install, you're going to see thousands of people going into the cemetery. You will see uh, hearses coming through. You'll see the carriages going through for funeral processions. Wow. So it's it's very somber, um, but it still feels really good to be there and to work alongside our, our industry leaders and and help give back in that way. Nice, nice. Yeah. All right, bro. Well, sounds good. I'll have to check my email and look for that registration. Sounds good. All right, man. You have a good one. And uh, I hey appreciate guys. you taking the time. No problem. Hey, fellas, y'all keep on fencing. Listening, listening to, to my, my fence, fence life. life yes we like to have fun beer bourbon and business and although we have fun we take our business very seriously dan blanc is known as the fence king and he's been providing high quality fence solutions since 1999 he's connected to industry leaders business leaders financing experts and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.